All right, rolling. Welcome to Mix and Talk Sessions. Um, today we got a special guest with us. Um, he goes by the name Bill Durry. So thanks for coming in, man. No worries. Thanks for having me. Um, so I reckon we'll start off um, by letting the listeners just to get a little bit, uh, know a little bit about you. So uh, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up like very close to here, Eleanora, Palm Beach, so yep. Corumban. Yeah, very, very... Um, surfy surfy town little surfy boy yeah. yeah did you surf yeah well yeah um not when i was younger but like i started getting into it now ish last couple of years and stuff but um yeah it wasn't wasn't very sporty kid wasn't a sporty kid wasn't a very sporty kid no nothing not not even footy nothing no nah, i tried footy like when i was younger and stuff and dude i went through like a karate phase and shit like, you went through i did yeah a little bit a little bit and i was actually i was a um did gymnastics for a while there yeah you're kidding proper mm. did you get a medal should have seen me in the leotard and shit <laughs> <laughs> dude i wish mm. <laughs> um i was very young <laughs> so what were you what were you doing before you were doing djing Man. so what like um just job wise and stuff you know job like, wise and stuff like honestly i started djing when i was like 14 so not a whole lot um I used to work at Hungry Jacks and shit. Like I had a fucking paper route when I was 11. That was how I made money. That's how I bought my first set of decks actually. Like I've saved up. I used to make 20 bucks a week. I saved up for like a fucking year and then bought my first set of decks, which was like a Newmark little plastic thing that was had yeah. no headphone input like it was just like it was just the little <laughs> piece of shit. Um so can we snow in here? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead, bro. For sure. Freaked out for a second. No, um, yeah. no, but yeah, I, I saved up for ages. Bought my first set of decks, and then, um, yeah, you know, worked at Hungry Jacks and stuff. Mm. But um, nothing substantial, <laughs> really. Yeah. There was there was no other um, hobby or skill that I had really yep. until I found DJing, and um, that just took over my life, really. Yeah, right. Like I knew I wanted to do it as soon as I realized that i you know loved it loved it and stuff and you've been doing it ever since yeah that's awesome so um what was the what was the deck called do you know what it was uh, it was a new mark something it was man i've still was it got like it one somewhere. of those little mixer it things like it's just like a pure it's like a just a small mixer it was literally yeah it was um like it was like a little sb thing like the sb3s yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. but yeah. It, like it plugged straight into your computer and I used to use virtual DJ for it. That's how like this, this is how much of a little piece of shit this virtual thing was like DJ. virtual DJ, man. <laughs> like the, the buttons were clunky and like it was, there was no headphone input, like really bad, really bad. <laughs> but it was fun. Like that was like, that was all I knew back then. So yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's yeah. And that's what got you onto it. Anyway, yeah. you had a go of it and you realized that's oh, man. it. So like, even what? when you can love something using something that bad and you still love the craft of it is like something it's obviously yeah. like a driving force That's you know what i mean almost pure yeah exactly um so did did you did you like get a passion for was there like any um like uh like person influence or like uh role model that you've seen that you like you watch them play and you're like that's cool like i want to i want to do this when i was younger like to get me into it or yeah oh man i don't know that like obviously like the cheesiest idol that i had you know the, the major one was skrillex obviously like when when i first started djing like dubstep was just becoming a genre and it was like just being formed 
and Skrillex was the thing. And so, like, yeah, he was the idol for a long time. And then I branched out into other um, sort of scenes and stuff. Like, I idolized Mr. Carmack for so long, the longest time. And then, yeah, like, now it's, you know, developed. My sound has developed and, and moved into, like, the UKG and breakbeat stuff. So, like, Virgie is, like, my idol now. And, like, he's an absolute god yep. to me. So like, I haven't heard of him, hey. You haven't heard of Sammy Virgie? Nah. No way. No, serious, yeah. Wow. Dude, there is a lot of people that I haven't heard of, hey. All the boys have been throwing so many names at me that I just can't even keep up. Wow. Well, yeah, like... Um, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually wild <laughs> to me. It's crazy. It's cr- it's crazy because like my whole fucking you know persona kind of thing is like based around that kind of music and stuff. So I guess yeah, it makes sense that not everybody would know about it. Yeah, okay. but um, yeah, no, Sammy Virgin, man, like he's he's like the pioneer of like NUKG and Speed Garage and stuff. Yeah, like, nice. He's a he's a fucking G and like yeah, absolute idol of mine. And yeah, I was lucky enough to book him at Rattles like started this year. That's awesome, um, bro. Which was insane. Yeah, that so, is insane. Yeah, Holy it was. Crap. I was fangirling like a child. Yeah, was, as you should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me giddy as fuck. Um, but yeah, no, that was insane. Yeah. Um, got to book my idol and like, it was weird though because it was one of those things where like you have that moment and you're like, he's hanging out with me because I'm paying him to be here. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> he's not, you, you know he's what I mean? Like, hearing it's, free it's, will. It's me, yeah, it's me, yeah, exactly. It's me fangirling over this guy that I've paid money to. So like, he had to like, keep a straight face and have a smile and like, you know, pretend to be friends and shit because he, he was getting paid. Yeah. But like, nah, we're, we're still mates. Yeah, like, we you, actually chat you know, and stuff. You're a good bloke. I'm sure, you know, yeah, no, he was we, there to get paid. Let's, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Nah, he, he actually hit me up not long ago and he's coming back. I won't say when because I shouldn't say, but um, He's asked me to go down to Sydney with him and climb Sydney Harbour Bridge with him when he You're comes joking. back. Yeah, really? Yeah, so I've actually always wanted to do that. Yeah, mate. me too, to be honest. I've actually always wanted to do that. But yeah, so I'm going to go and do that with my music idol. Go and climb That's Sydney Harbour so Bridge when he comes bro. back to Australia. Let's go. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's that's I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be sick. And it's sooner than you think. So yeah, it's good. All right. So how how did we come up with the name Bill Durry? <laughs> That's Honestly, I man, I wish I had a better story for you. Okay. It's just not that good. Um, it was a song I used to listen to. That's literally it. Like, it was a song by these um, DJ duo named Combo. And um, that was it. Like, I used to just listen to it on repeat. And the worst part is, it's a shitty Melbourne bounce track. <laughs> like, it's it's really bad. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. But, like, when I was, like, I don't know, 17, maybe fresh 18, yeah. there was, a there was a, like, a good solid month where I was just frothing this tune. Yeah. I was like, this song's sick. And I listen to it now, and it's, like, so <laughs> shit, bro. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, it tends um, to do that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, nah, it's, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny how that works. But, um, yeah, well, yeah no, that, that was it, man. It was just, like, I, uh, I was at Elsewhere one night, got super fucking lit, came home, and I was like, do you know what would be funny if I changed my Instagram name to Bill Durry? And then, like, my DJ name was something else. I don't even remember what it was. Um... And then, uh, yeah, like everybody started calling me Bill, like even like off Instagram, like in real life. So I just, that's what I went with. It's, it's just stuck like, with you now. Yeah. It just feels like such a, um, feels like a personality almost now. It's it like does. A, hey, that's, it's like, yeah, it's, it sounds like a character. Almost. Yeah. It, it pretty much is, man. Like I actually, like I've been saying this to a lot of my mates recently where it's like, 
it feels like I step into a character. A like character, when, yeah. yeah when you, like, when you, you could headset name someone off, like, the Big Les show, yeah. Bill Durry. Yeah, like, exactly, that's a yeah. perfect name for, Absolutely. like, all the names they have on, like, something Abs- like that. Mike Nolan and Mike shit. Mike Nolan, yeah. you know, that. but, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I love it, to, yeah. be, to be quite honest with you. Like, no, like, yeah, it's a cool name. I I mean, yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's definitely, like, a personality. It's yeah. um something, like, a, yeah, a character you have to fit into. So, um... Tell us a bit about Flight, uh, Flight 808. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Um, we're doing a bit of self-promotion on here. I well, love it. We may as well. We may as well. I love it. Thank <laughs> you for giving me the platform. Yeah, um, exactly. No, yeah, so Flight 808, um, Sebastian is one of my good friends. We went to high school together. Yep. Um, with Squid and that. Squid and I went to high school. And Eve, you know Eve from Brisbane? Um, I think, yeah, I think I'm yeah. a familiar Eve, her. Yeah. Squid and I have been friends for like 15 years and like... Seb was not really in our group, but like we sort of knew each other. You know, one of those people like you, you talk more out of high school sort of yep. thing. And so randomly, like he hit me up one day, and it was like COVID, and I was um I was I I was running Rattlesnake at the time, and um I needed to find a way to keep our club relevant without having to spend money. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, because it yep. was we still had to pay rent and stuff, so it was like I was trying to make sure that after covid was finished that the the punters had something to come back to yeah okay. so like they the the way we had to stay relevant and well the thing that i came up with was live streaming because that was just like a major thing back then so i used to run uh what did i call it it was called like fuck off quarantine stream or something because my my friday nights were called friday knockoffs so like the first two letters of like friday knockoff so if you like abbreviate it it turns into fk off yeah so it's like fuck off so we used to call it fuck off fridays and then i called the stream um fuck off quarantine stream i think it was and i used to get every friday i'd have a different artist same thing like i would have an artist come and sit on my couch yeah exact same thing as what we're doing here like they, yeah. we, we would talk for i think it was 10 minutes i'd ask a few questions and then they would jump on the decks for an hour and they would do it all for free because it was like literally it was just uh, a way for people to stay relevant like it was working both ways where it was working for uh, my club to stay relevant it was working for me to stay relevant as my brand and it was working for them to stay relevant as well so like I had Wongo on my um, stream yeah. and I had like Jake Carmody Kai Grant uh, Graveyards like I had some pretty cool names on there yeah nice which I was really proud of and then um, yeah Kai Grant's a good friend of mine yeah he's a, yeah. He's a family friend of ours yeah, yeah Kai, Kai Grant's a legend yeah, yeah, he's good bloke. Yeah, he's yeah he's actually in Europe right now oh really yeah he's with Europe with his in, uh, yeah with his missus so. sick yeah, no, that's awesome. I, dude, I reckon that's a great idea. It's, yeah, it's well, awesome. The, like, it's- the, um, yeah, so like I was doing that every week for a while. And then Sebastian, he lives in Utah now. Yeah. But he hit me up and he's like, hey, man, I've been seeing you doing these uh, Friday live streams. Like, I've got this idea. How would you feel about you getting a few DJs from the Gold Coast? I'll get a few DJs from Utah. We'll film each set, edit it properly. And then on one day out of the year, we'll choose to put all the videos together lined up like set 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 kind of thing and we treat it as a festival yeah so like we put set times up and like we have interviews with each artist in between the sets and stuff like we have a viewing party for the stream and stuff like it's fucking cool it's f- yeah and it's developed so like the first year um the production value wasn't very high and like i just filmed every set in rattles on like two webcams like it yeah. was really poor production man the, but the the setup like you can just tell how hard you 
work yeah to like we'll, put the whole show together you know what yeah I mean? well we're the fourth year in now and it goes live next saturday actually july 8th um on twitch for anybody that wants to tune oh, in I, I will be turning up for yeah, sure for yeah for sure 100%. and um so like we're fourth year in and you can definitely tell the difference like from year to year to from year from the previous yeah yeah I had a look it's at some insane. of the previous videos you've seen them yeah i had a look i had a look on your twitch account oh yeah so the twitch has the clips yeah which one did you watch the clip um Look, to, to be quite honest, I can't remember the mm. one, but it was just one of the... Cl- it, there was about eight clips or nine yeah, clips on nice. the Twitch, so I watched like three or four of them. Yeah, sick. I can't quite remember what it is, but yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, basically with the whole thing of Flight 808, it's just, we just call it like an international live stream and Seb gets five DJs from Utah. I get five DJs from the Gold Coast each year. We film every set in a different outdoor location, usually with two, maybe three camera angles and a drone. Um, and then I go and stitch it all together and um i film it too like i'm one of the camera angles so i'm like behind the camera and doing all the editing and booking the dj and you know curating all the shit and and doing it and like um and then seb does all that for the utah side and um yeah like it just basically man it was a it was a way to um it was a way to for djs to stay relevant in COVID, and now it's just developed into this like massively um yeah like we've we've put more a lot more work into it now Mm. even though like there's not a huge need for it anymore yeah which is weird but like we still love it so was there was there a need so i was thinking why 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 was twitch the platform it was there Mm. a reason why you chose um like twitch to use yeah simply copyright that was it that was it okay that was literally it like facebook i think we tried facebook a few times and we just kept getting taken down for copyright issues yeah but twitch's copyright um uh policy is way less hectic than facebook like it's still there and you still can get taken down but like it's way less hectic than facebook facebook could take you down in like a minute yeah i know we used to get cut off really quick yeah Yeah. they they used to do it really quick and um so twitch is yeah the only reason we chose twitch was just because it's like the for us it's the most easily accessible platform that won't take us down yep do you know what i mean yeah 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 no, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I like you don't have to it. pay for Twitch, and like you can just make an account and go and watch us, and the stream is free. And like, and you know. yeah, you don't you don't need to make an account to actually watch it too. Hey. You oh just, yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah. yeah. So like that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's just the the most easily accessible platform for what we we're trying to do. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. Beside Facebook, obviously. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So, and you obviously just fund everything yourself. Yeah. You so the- at the moment, we're not making any money from it. So all the DJs, yeah. thank you to everybody that's been on, you know, over the past years, they've all done it for free. Yep. Um, even shout you know, out like, to all of them. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. Like everybody's been so amazing through the years and stuff. Like everybody always does everything for free. Like even my friend Matt will come and help us just like give us time out of his day. Cause the way that we get power for most of these sets, my friend Matt has a battery that can come out of his car and then he has a power inverter that goes from the car battery and it'll last for like four hours, man. Like it's fucking, this thing, really? no, this thing's insane. This thing's crazy. <laughs> so like we, we run all the power off that. So he loves it though. Cause we put him, we do a um, social post every year and we do like credits. So we like to credit the artists. We like to credit the photographers, credit the videographers. And then we do special thanks. And every year Matt makes it into the special thanks, but we make him, we call him um, Matt the power man. And he loves it. <laughs> yeah, he fucking loves it. Well, you know, you're not wrong. He is the yeah, power man. Yeah, the power man, yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. Um, so, I saw that in 2019, correct me if I'm wrong, 
you played at Splendor in the Grass. I did, yeah. You, that's you huge, bro. Yeah, that's, that was that's massive. fucking so sick. Yeah, it was massive. Splendor. It was um the Smirnoff tent. Yeah, and it was um yeah, dude, that was insane. See, that's actually crazy because I was there in 2019. Really? And I was in the Smirnoff tent. No way. I swear to God, you were yeah. probably there. But I pro- yeah, I was probably there. And, you know, obviously yeah. didn't know it was you, but yeah, I played just before LDRU. Um. So yeah, and uh, just after Lex Deluxe or something. Fucking, there's some cool names on there. Yeah, right. I see. I, I wouldn't even had a clue. Yeah, uh, like the names that were playing. But you know, we were just making our way around the festival and no, stuff. No, yeah, like that, that that was that set was all time. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was great. It so was how, how did that vibe. come along? Like, how did how did you get hit up to um? Who hit you up to go play at Splendor? Pretty much. Well, that uh, Rattlesnake. Across? It was Rattlesnake had uh, agreement with Splendor where we basically ran the Smirnoff tent for um friday night we like it had exclusive rights to the smirnoff tent so we booked it all we um promoted it all made posters and stuff and like the old owner of rattles was um like way more involved um and yeah he just had all these connects everywhere and like i don't know how the fuck he did it like i don't know who he emailed because i'd love to work it out and do it again <laughs> but um yeah no nah, he, he basically just like uh he's got yeah. the connects yeah he does he's got all the connects and like um yeah he he i think he got hit up by splendor to do it and yeah he just we just called it a rattlesnake takeover and just took over this uh smirnoff tent and booked djs for the whole day and yeah it's great it's good fun that's awesome so like at that time were you because you were so t- tell tell us a little bit about rattles so what what were you what was your involvement you on the timeline you? Yeah, so yeah. Give, like, us a, give us a timeline. I've yeah, been. Please. It, it'll be six years in November. I've been working for Rattles. The first two, I was just a headline DJ, just like Saturday nights headline. That was my thing. And then third year in, um, it was owned three ways. One of the owners decided to leave, and then the other two owners like didn't really want to pick up the slack. So I came in, and they were like, "Do you want to run Fridays?" And I was like, "Look, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I'll give it a go." And then I had to like book DJs and learn how to make posters and um, curate a night and go around and host it and um, make it a thing that, you know, people wanted to come to, but something that I wanted to run as well that was like quite difficult. But um, yeah, yeah. so I started running Fridays for about a year, I think. And then um, the guy that was running Saturdays, uh, he quit. And then, um, yeah, I just got offered to take over the whole club. And that's what I did for the last two years. And only just recently I stepped down um so i'm not doing their bookings or events anymore but um squid and noisy are the events managers and booking agents there now so if you guys wanted a gig hit them up That's don't awesome. stop talking to me everybody's fucking messaging me <laughs> everyone's still me. messaging talk you. to the boys <laughs> time to move on to the other boys now mm. that's awesome yeah handing the torch man that's what i said to squiddy like it was and and noisy like it's it's um it was time for me to pass the torch over and like i'd had my time there like five years is fucking enough time yeah you know what i mean to do something and like yeah it was um so becoming cool. just a little bit too much for me and like we needed more heads on board to get better ideas and stuff like i just felt like that i wasn't bringing enough to the plate for for what rattles needed and Okay. So it was like we needed more hands on deck, and um, yeah, like I wouldn't trust it with anybody else. So I'm glad that it went the way that it did. Like I wouldn't be as trusting to hand the torch to anybody else. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Squid sitting over there in the corner. Shout out to Squid, he just rocked <laughs> up in the studio and making a loud noise coming in. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, bang bang crash. <laughs> we actually we had a just before they came in we had this freaking car out <laughs> out the front Hopefully that was, go, that was going that. off <laughs> lucky we can edit that out at the end 
<laughs> um, added that one in. <laughs> we'll leave that one in. Um, so tell us. Um, so like, when you go DJing and stuff, um, are you a, a lot of the other boys when I've talked to them, they're residents at places. Mm. Are you a resident anywhere, or do you I do you just strictly take bookings for places, or is um, it just how how's your schedule run for you doing like you know? Yeah, well, I've, I've sort of moved away from the whole residency side of things um, sort of after Rattlesnake. I, I have a semi-residency kind of thing. Like, there's no contract involved or anything, but like Yacht Club, I DJ there pretty much like every second week. That's a vibe. So, like, it's place. like, yeah, it's like an unofficial residency with them. Like, they won't announce it or anything, but I like to walk around and claiming that I'm one of their residents. Like, yeah, it's I just, would too. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I always played, wanted to jump off that yacht, eh? apparently, but apparently it's a grand, gnarly- Eight grand fine. Is it? You jump off the boat, eight yeah. grand. Yeah, they, they, they told us. Yeah. We were thinking about it, but yeah, yeah no, that's not worth it. Eight grand. <laughs> that's crazy. Dude they, can't, dude, they can't find you if they can't catch you. And I keep bet, swimming. I bet you that there's that many people that still jump off it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Apparently one time, I shouldn't say this because I love your club and I'll get in trouble, but apparently one time I heard a story in Brizzy, two boys were like having a fight and one dude like didn't want to get involved, so he jumped off the boat because <laughs> one dude was like trying to square up to this other guy and this other guy was like... I don't want to fight you. And the other guy was taking, wasn't taking no for an answer. So the dude just jumped off the boat. Oh, dude. <laughs> this, this poor guy is like avoiding freaking danger yeah. and then just jumps into a freaking fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck. What do you want? Do you want to keep your teeth or do you want to keep eight grand? Yeah, you like, might as well. <laughs> just got smacked. Yeah. <laughs> Pick one, brother. Oh. It was a decision of either getting smacked in person or getting smacked with a fine later That's anyway. It. Yeah. <laughs> I would have chosen getting smacked, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just hit me. <laughs> yeah, just do it. <laughs> just do it. You just got to take it at that point. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so, have you been um, to any events around, the, um, around Australia or anything? Been to like played any events? Or? Yeah, like pl- have you bit played any events around Australia and stuff? Um, no, unfortunately not. I'm very Goldie based and Brizzy yep. based. Unfortunately, I haven't really done much else. I um, yeah, I did um Fiji schoolies last year. I got invited oh, yeah. to me and um, Mercer Jake. went over to schoolies in Fiji and played there for uh two weeks. But that was like that was like a bit much. It was like two five hour sets for 14 days straight like it was yeah it was a lot it was like 10 hours of djing a day it was um it was a lot that would have been loose, it was fun it. it was great yeah, yeah. it was a good time that the, the, the most crazy part was like the the liquor licensing laws over there are just like non-existent this is really crazy. it's crazy man it's crazy <laughs> there was like um they had un- under 18 um kids on the island but they had like separate wristbands so they the people the fijians weren't meant to sell them alcohol but what would happen was I noticed this like four days in or something. I noticed what was happening. The schoolies were, they, we had a happy hour from four till six, but there was no limit on the happy hour. So kids were buying cases of alcohol on the island, proper boxes and taking it back to the apartment for the under 18 year olds. Cause oh, I was wondering oh, what, oh, yeah, I was wondering why all these under 18 year olds are coming out. Cause they were coming out to the parties blasted. And you're going, what's happening? But then you see all these kids walking away from the happy hour with fucking a big case of fucking alcohol. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you little slimy cunt. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's, that's great. That's smart. Yeah, smart. Yeah, for sure. Smart until everybody's throwing up blue shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, Fiji. That's crazy. Jake actually spoke a little bit about it. How was mm. how was your sets and stuff there? Like, did how did, how long did you play for and stuff, or what was the go with the whole so, situation? So uh, Mercer and I were on the first week together, and then uh, Mercer came back because I booked him for um, spilt milk. Yep. So he had to come back and play for that, um, and then I stayed the second week on. And this guy named Kyron, I think his DJ name is Tronics, absolute legend. Mm. Um, he came and DJed the second week with me. Um, which was heaps of fun. But like with Mercer and I, the whole, we were saying before we went there, we were like, oh, should we work out like who's playing what day and whatever. We we ended up playing every set together. So we ended up just having back-to-backs. Back-to-backs. The entire time. So (laughs) it was great because like- That's good. If you're tired, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, we were DJing till like two, three in the morning sometimes, but we would look at each other going, fuck, this is hard. But we were like in the same boat. You know what I mean? So it was fine. Because I would have felt bad if like, I'd left Mercer there till three in the morning and I'm in bed kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, so we decided like the uh, schoolies, the, the organizers did say at the start, we, we suggest that you organize who's going to take what set and that yeah. way you, you both get enough time to enjoy yourselves. But we would both but just like, just we were just like, ah, we're just just not enough. Yeah. dude, man, one point, um, <laughs> you're too the, excited and stuff. Want to play. Yeah. And then plus you're drinking all day. Yeah, so like exactly, you just, yeah. you almost get into the mood anyway to yeah. just keep going. And, exactly. Yeah. And you're on an Island. Like yeah. what, what, in the middle what of the ocean, is that? dude, it was insane. Like it was honestly like the, the most wonderful experience. Like it was, it was so good. Like the event itself, <laughs> I won't go too far into it. Like, bit shit but um uh the the like the whole experience in itself is amazing is incredible yeah, yeah that's it, just awesome. being flown over to another country like you know not having to pay for anything yeah and just you know all food and um looked after everything's yeah he's, that's great vip moment right yeah there. it was i VIP felt really yeah moment felt really, really like shoulders up big g so um Sweatshops, man. Mm, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, Sweatshops. Yeah. Shout out to sweatshops. Shout out to sweatshops. Those guys are doing some cool shit. Parties. Mm. Holy crap. Yeah. I said on the first podcast, um, I was here. I actually, it was with Jai and um, I went to a sweatshop party back when they were doing it in the garage down across mm. the road from Treetops. Anyway, yeah. one, one day rocked up. Long story short, second time explaining it on the podcast, but- I rocked up to this warehouse and had, um, yeah, just opened up the roller doors and there's Jordan Burns playing in the corner. Sick. They've got the monitor up. Yeah. It's like maybe, I don't know, 20 people and stuff there. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like, man, sweatshops. I'm like, what the fuck is sweatshops? Yeah. <laughs> what is And then anyway, since then, that was probably in maybe 2019 or 20. Yeah. Same, it was quite a while back, but yeah. Anyway, how was it? Yeah, um, <laughs> not Last gonna night. lie, man. Like best set I've ever played in my fucking life. Like, yeah, shit was insane. I was working on the actual set itself for like three weeks. And you know how like you just like you get ten songs in, you delete the whole thing. You get ten songs in, you delete. <laughs> like I was overthinking it like a motherfucker. <laughs> and um, I was on Instagram hitting up artists left, right, and center for unreleased IDs. Like you know, trying to be that cool kid on the block and yeah. play shit that nobody else is playing um but yeah no i went in there and i don't think i've ever been so nervous for a gig like even mercer last night said to me he's like i've never seen you like that because i had like it was a moment where like matt and matt pulled me into the green room and like full had to give me a pep talk because i was just like having a moment and it was yeah i'd never been that nervous for a gig not even splendor man splendor was like nothing compared to last night 
I was so nervous. And, and then it ended up being literally like I so much energy from that crowd, man. It's fucked up. Like that's, it's so yeah. good. And I, just playing just playing like the, the legitimate shit that I've always wanted to play. Yeah. Fucking insane. And, and like, just feel like, dude, I went full turbo. Like mm. it was full hour of power. It was fucking insane. The energy's so high there. Mm. Like I love how the whole yeah, the whole situation is, you know, instead of having people watching you they everyone's yeah, involved. involved it's like everyone's mm. almost connected to the back of you and everyone's yeah. just going at it like it's yeah. crazy i loved it but um grave- <laughs> graveyards was not having a bar of it like <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> he was not loving it at all like me and his girlfriend were up the back of him and i had to put my arm around him as like a barrier because he was getting the shits like he was yelling at people like, get off me you you fucking get like people were like rocking the table and shit and he was like get off the fucking table like it's so funny man he was like not copping it at all it's so funny i was like yelling at people get off yeah that's what i think it's like every everyone is so close to it like yeah. how does a drink not get spilled or how does, yeah, how does no one that. like s- <laughs> like just slipped and just dude, knocked the whole dude i got halfway through my set last over. night and i felt this hand on my shoulder and it took me a second to realize what was happening because he was putting quite a bit of pressure on my shoulder and i was like <laughs> i was like what's going on but old mate behind me is using me as a leverage to get on old mate's shoulders like he was like he was like all right stay there and i'm just like he's like pushing me around i was like what are you doing and i've turned around and realized that he's using me to get on his mate's shoulders and i was like oh, oh that's great like i love that did he make it up yeah <laughs> yeah, you, that's yeah. Awesome. i'm glad he did because yeah. it just yes dude so you should see some of the footage and the photos imagine and stuff just, from last night imagine if he made it up just tumble straight back that, yeah there was yeah. there was a moment where i turned around and i was like man if you fall you're falling on me like <laughs> you're gonna straight on me yeah um yeah so you're a bit nervous and nervous anyway extremely yeah Yeah. it was um and so what was the what was the whole situation of that so like did you have to turn up a little bit earlier than everyone do like practice your set see the situation is that how they they run it there and stuff um, like that no well they didn't tell me to get just throw you in the deep end yeah i well the (laughs) thing was they've been hitting me up for like i don't know four or five months and it sucks because every time they hit me up and they give me a date i've always got something else on yep so like their last time they did it at um Burla bazaar and i was meant to be on that one but i was playing another gig and um i just got to the point where i was like i had to message them and be like look i promise you i'm not fobbing you off like i'm not like i really do want to be a part of this but like i just always have something on like but, and they were like yeah yeah whatever um but no nah, like they didn't tell me to rock up early and like practice or whatever like there was no decks to practice on anyway but um it was like i just went in and the best part about like that gig is like it's not something you need to go in and suss what the guy before you was playing to work around your set okay it's one of those gigs where your set finishes they actually turn the music off let people have a clap and appreciate that set and then they introduce the next dj so it's like you're actually getting proper sets because it's like you're being introduced and then you'll be like you have an outro and people like clap and stuff so it's 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 a proper that's good like it's not gonna lie man it's what the gold coast needs like it's literally like a real event supporting real music real yeah. artists and like just like oh i love just it. supporting music man i love it yeah. i reckon it's it's awesome the name the people involved yeah the djs that play there yeah the, the people that like just down to every last person that's involved in that it's just mm. it's really awesome yeah really cool man it's a really really cool event man jordan burns played live last night like he had keyboards and drum pads and shit like he insane 
That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's surrounded by people. Like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he he's he's crazy. I fucking love Jordan Burns. Yeah, he's music. a legend. Yeah, he's awesome. He's um evolving also, which is awesome to see in real mm. time. He's evolving his music into like different parts and stuff. So Yeah. But yeah, what what was that like? Fucking with the with Jordan Burns, with um Weisky. Who else was there? Yeah, Kimbo. Um, Kim- um Gravy. Gravy and I, like Gravy and I have been good mates for ages. And like George and I are like, you know pretty much friends as well so like it was, it was a good crew like i was actually appreciative to be on a lineup with like boys i respect but boys i also like just know like they're just friends yeah so yeah it was like really cool i actually said to gravy afterwards i was like i'm really proud of us tonight you know like that that was really special not gonna lie like last night was like proper bucket list shit for me yeah T- tick one off the bucket list like You've that was yeah and i was just like i said to gravy i turned around and i was like man like tonight was really special it was fucking awesome being on a lineup with you getting to do that and yes. just yeah like amazing that Fantastic. is yeah that's so yeah at least it's fucking awesome yeah it was really cool um so tell us a bit about have you got any business ventures or anything that you're planning to business do or ventures um i am in the middle of starting up like sort of a marketing agency at the moment with a friend of mine yep we um so like obviously with rattlesnake i still do their marketing um just because you know I, I still want to be involved with rattles i just like yeah couldn't do all of it uh and i'm actually currently running the marketing for a italian restaurant in Cooley as well called yep. double zero and we went and had a meeting the other day with um this place called d.10 donuts at pack fair um so we're still waiting to hear back from them but we'll see what happens but um yeah we're just like slowly taking clients on and because like mel mel is matt's girlfriend and mel like does marketing for a living and obviously so do i um but she and i compliment each other because she like loves scheduling and loves email workflows and email marketing and all that stuff i fucking hate all of that oh yeah but she hates video editing and making content oh that works i froth all of that yeah so yeah we compliment each other quite well so i just give her all the email jobs and the scheduling and stuff and i just make the content i get to do the yeah. fun stuff and she's just there fucking doing all the yeah doing all the, so but then she well. probably looks at you like i, I get to do the fun yeah stuff. exactly yeah <laughs> it's like, she's, you know yeah. I mean? she's like frothing it this man. idiot <laughs> yeah she's no. frothing it um, <laughs> no, that's awesome. so yeah it works out really well and then like obviously squiddy and i um have like a really small booking agency like just like we don't promote it at all it's just like a way for us to like there was a point where we were doing bookings for pink monkey but we were doing it for so long and we weren't getting paid, but we were like making proper rosters like four, five, six months in advance and just not getting paid for it. So like we turned around at one point, which is like, this is not fucking worth it for us. Like we're, we're putting in all the ad- effort and like we were happy for the DJs to get paid. Like that's fine. We want to support our boys and we want to support local artists and make sure that they get paid properly. But there was a point where we were like, why are we taking so much time out of our, our day to, yeah. to A, connect with the venue and make sure that they're happy with what they're doing and what we're doing and what the artist is doing and everything and then fucking taking time out of our day to make rosters and and book djs and then if someone calls in sick you got to cover that and it's like it was too much for us so i had to go in to pink monkey and work out a new deal and then get them to sign a contract and then rah, 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 and then they basically just fobbed us off um but we're doing bookings like semi-regularly for spec in nobbies now yeah um, nice yeah we, we still do some bookings very rarely for pink monkey um, and we're just like, honestly, like it's not something that we particularly want to push or promote right now because we don't have like a clear direction for it. Mm. So, it's just basically, it's just a way for us to make a bit of money on the side because yeah. we do it already. Like booking DJs is something that I've sort of always 
done, like especially being involved with Rattles. Like I never got paid for it specifically when I did it at Rattles, but it, like if I do it for other venues, you may as well get paid, you know what I mean? So, yeah, of course. It's just yeah. an easy way for us to make money. Yeah. Basically. And you don't make a lot. You don't, we're not making a lot of money. Like it's, it's not like we're making shitloads off each artist. We're not ripping the boys off, but it's like just making it a way It's a business that, at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, it's but it's- It's a business it's, and you've it's been still, doing it. Been doing it for quite a while now, and yeah, I reckon it's awesome. We, I went, I went and supported actually, yeah, Squid last weekend, I think. Mm. Yeah, last weekend at Spec. Spec's awesome, actually. Mm, that was cool my, venue. that was my first time there. I was actually really disappointed that it's such a beautiful, great place. Mm. But just where's the people? Yeah, it's a, it's an awkward spot, isn't it? But like, see, it, it, like I thought, yeah, it is an awkward spot, but it's really not when you think about it because you look to mm. the left and you've got, um bind bar and um the arc which is on the mm. corner and that goes off yeah and then you've got the henchman which is to the right mm. and then the marketer and everything like that like yeah. it's, it, that's true that's true i didn't like think it, that. It, it is it it is in an awkward spot i get that but like i didn't realize that i think i think a lot of people probably don't know how cool the setup i never i never knew that it you know mm. went to the back had a deck i honestly just don't think it like many people know about it in general let alone know how cool it is like i just don't think that there's many people out there that know if you said spec they'd be like what are you talking about yeah i, I didn't mean. know what it was <laughs> exactly yeah so i just think it just it needs better promotion maybe yeah. they should get a new marketing manager yeah there you go it's <laughs> <laughs> a new job <laughs> if you're hearing this uh, yeah. Spec, yeah get them on the phone <laughs> um so what what personal djs do you have at home or what what personal decks do you use Oh man, I've got a um, uh, DJM 900 Nexus 2 mixer, which is like fucking XE piece of gear. Mm. And then I've got a, I, I've got a weird setup. I've got a CDJ 2000 on the right, and then I've got a CDJ 2000, no, CDJ 900 Nexus on the left, which is super weird because the 900 Nexus has a flat screen, it's not tilted. Mm. So you got one screen that you're like looking over the top of, you're and like, then you got another oh, screen that's <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a weird setup, but like it's fun. It gets the job done. Yeah. And so, do you do you produce any music or anything? Yeah, I I don't I don't do much with it, man. Like there was I've I've uploaded songs and then deleted them off off Spotify and SoundCloud many many times. Why does everyone that comes in here do that? Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, make it, look at it, put it away, yeah, bring it back out, yeah. mix it a bit change it up put it back away That's every producer out, ever man regret every it. every artist ever will hate their own creations yeah i so mean it's it f- yeah that's it's I, guess, never, I understand yeah never good enough man it's never ever good enough mm. um theo keeps calling me yeah that's all right you won't be able to hear it in the potty anyway that's sweet <laughs> um so have you got any surely you got some funny stuff have you what have you got any funny moment that you've witnessed maybe in a club, an event, Ooh. or just what's the funniest moment that's just memorable that you've seen happen in person? The the only one that comes to mind right now is fucking noisy falling down the stairs at Rattles a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, full from the top, over tit. top From the top oh. to the Not bottom. Not from the top to the bottom. Oh no, my no. God, no. I was going to say. No, it wasn't that bad. It was like a little bit less than halfway, but he was a bit concussed <laughs> after it, man. Like he was oh, like dude. talking a bit gibberish and shit afterwards. Like it was like bad. I kept telling him to sit down and he was like, ah, fuck off, I'm fine. And I was like, you're not fine. <laughs> yeah, he had a quite a tumble. Oh, and then, no. I mean, expanding off of that, I remember when I did basically the same thing, but like 
rattlesnake you know the downstairs booth at rattles yeah you, know you gotta like duck under that speaker oh, yeah, as you're going downstairs I hit, my, I hit my head like oh man everybody thing. does it everybody <laughs> does it and like i went down the step and it's only two steps it's not like you can make that much error like no. this, <laughs> you know what i mean like it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, i've yeah. taken one step and just fully missed it slipped it went ass over tit and put my arm out to fucking catch myself thought i was fine got back up this is like in the middle of the night too like there was people on the dance floor and everybody was like ah you idiot yeah. and i was like oh <laughs> shit whatever went to the bar to get a drink and jc squid's girlfriend was like you all right and i was like yeah what are you talking about and she's like look at your hand and i was like pissing blood and i was like oh fuck <laughs> i thought i played it off so cool and i just genuinely didn't oh and then I, there's actually a video on um the rattlesnake instagram if you go digging hard enough in the middle of COVID, when we were all wearing masks and stuff, and I'll I'll say I'll claim this till I die, like the mask was a little bit too far up my nose, so I, like I couldn't see sort of like the floor. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I will that's die not with an that. Excuse I'll me. die with that. I'll die with that. But like I'm. A, uh, there's a video. I'll, I'll show you. There's yeah. a video. I'm like going around picking up glasses and stuff. And we used to have these like ottomans that people would sit on. And they were like just like little footstool kind of things. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah, I've yeah, yeah. I've basically like picked up two glasses, turned around, not seen it, bang, gone fucking. Oh, just full <laughs> oat topple, like full the whole like scorpion, like proper like <laughs> my toes touched my head, man. Like it was like proper full tumble. Run it back, find yeah. the day. Let's get the freaking security <laughs> footage. Bring it up, edit it into the video. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's funny, yes. Yeah. That's shit because like all the stories I just told were basically about me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Come up with a funny gig story. Funny, like they're all about me. Yeah, funny. <laughs> me being a fuckwit. Well, there you go. I'm going to have to look at you more. Often yeah. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> man. See dude, I, you, there was a video the other night of me at the cast doing the worm in the middle of the dance floor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking menace. Don't take me out on a night out. Don't do it. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, what do you what do you reckon you what do you reckon the longest set you've ever done mm. is back to back? I did. What was it? I played an eighteenth long, long time ago. Actually, I don't know if you've heard of a guy called what's his name Jackson Lint or something. Jackson something nah. plays at Cali Beach Club. I played his eighteenth long time ago, and he had like a proper stage set up and everything. And I took my CDJs. That set was something like. 13 hours or something 10 10 maybe it's 10 something ridiculous man like it was far, like i at the end of it i was like dead for two days like i couldn't walk <laughs> that was crazy i played for ages that it's night a zombie yeah proper. <laughs> i remember that one being just like yeah by the end of it i was like oh my fucking god um but yeah that that was that was a long stint yeah yeah take it out of you for sure mm. um, i used to um i used to also do pretty long stints i used to dj at um platypus shoes at pack fair <laughs> yeah you laugh i know are you serious know. yeah legit legit i used to um <laughs> dj in a shoe shop <laughs> and nobody knew nobody knew i was there <laughs> was, where, where, where do you even position yourself bro, if you store? go into pack fair you go into platypus shoes at pack fair the decks are still there are you I serious? shit you not. There are, if you go in and you look up to the left, the decks are upstairs. You can <laughs> see them. She's in the corner. Nike's on my feet. No, yeah. Nike's on yeah. my feet. <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah, legit. Bit of Mac Miller. But I used to DJ there four days a week, five hours a day. 
<laughs> that was ridiculous. Dude, I'll tell you this. I probably shouldn't say this either, but I used to, I got to a point where I'd go home, I'd pre-record mixes, I'd go back into Platypus and I'd put pre-recorded mixes on and watch Netflix on my phone. Oh, that is genius. Fuck yeah, I got That's paid. what I would do too. I got paid. I got paid good money to watch Netflix, man. Maybe we got paid. Yeah, <laughs> got paid good money. <laughs> they, dude, I DJed there for 18 months until they realized that they could pay Spotify $0 to do the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Like it was, <laughs> it was fucking bad. They could have paid a monthly fee instead yeah. of for like a week. $12 fee. a month as opposed to fucking, you know, me, my wage. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Well, anyway, like, <laughs> would have just looked good, you know, the DJ being in there anyway. Well, then so. nobody knew I was there, man. I was tucked away. Did oh, I got so, there were so many times <laughs> where I'd have, but I'd have the staff come up to me every couple of hours going, hey, some chick just came in and said, we really like your Spotify playlist. Can you share it with me? And it's like, <laughs> no, there's a DJ up there. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Like, it's, I I'm appreciate that you like the music I'm playing, but like. I'm, I'm here, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> but it was also it was it was good and it was bad because like the fact that i was out of the way and nobody knew where i was was how i got away with get, watching netflix <laughs> but then you know i was also just not being appreciated <laughs> but dude I, I got staff discounts i was buying shoes and backpacks and shit like it was, oh, it was great that's gangster it was great that's good i used to do an all-nighter on a friday night rock up at saturday at, at platterpush and just hate life and just fucking <laughs> play for five hours watch netflix have a bit of mathis in the corner what were you, what were you watching on netflix dude i love archer oh it was archer? like my yeah archer's like my favorite show ever the cartoon like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i love the humor in that yeah it's, it's so good man <laughs> fucking love archer just straightforward forward and brutal and mm. shit with what he says mm. pretty much yeah um, <laughs> so what's um what's your favorite genre of music oh man i like to be honest i feel as though only last sort of two or three years i've really found my my um sound which is like ukg speed garage and breakbeats and stuff yeah it was um it was house for a while i went through like a minimal phase for a long time where i was like frothing minimal like deep tech minimal house sort of stuff yep um but now nah, like after like discovering virgie and like diving deep down that hole like there's there's yeah and ukg and and breakbeats and speed garage is like where i live yeah definitely it's like yeah the so- shit i played last night man like just dream set that's like, and it was all that it was all like i started at 140 and went to 150 like it was just that's where i live now it's so good that's perfect i yeah. love it and so it's obviously evolved a bit you're you're like you know your favorite genre and stuff mm, yeah going through you know the phase of like from house to yeah yeah it's developed over the years man like i used to do back at rattles when i first started i used to play trap and dubstep yeah like okay. back in like 2018 when I first started, I used to like play Mr. Carmack and all mm. sorts of like trappy dubs that like purple Lamborghini and shit. Like I used to play all that stuff. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, your sound develops over the years. Like when I got involved with Yacht Club, I went through a thing where I was like, oh, funk house is like my new thing. Like mm. that was like my new persona for a bit. And yep. it's like, yeah, it's fun for a while, but then it's like, oh man, like it's pretty boring, you know? Yeah. So, so but like, yeah, like I've definitely gone through a diff- like a few different stages and stuff, but I feel as though I've, I've found I've found it now. That's sick. Yeah. Um. So, like, if you could, if you could, like, um, play, perform, whatever you want to call it, mm. at any event in the world, wherever you want. Wow. Where would it be? That's a big question. Um, to be honest, probably like boiler room. 
I'd love to have my own yeah, boiler room. Yeah, yeah. To have my own legitimate boiler room would be, yeah, just insane. Because it doesn't matter where it is, man. Like, it, it doesn't matter the venue or whatever. It's about, like, the event that's pushing the right things and stuff. Like, there's not a particular venue that I can think of off the top of my head that I really want to play. But, like, boiler room in itself, like, just the whole the whole vibe of, like, being surrounded by people is just such a cool concept to think about. So, yeah, definitely definitely a boiler room set. Especially after watching, like, Barry Can't Swim's boiler room is insane. Like, there's a few really, really good ones if mm. you go diving. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um. So, what about, like, what about the creative process and shit when you're, like, making mixes and stuff like that? Do you, do you mm. upload to anything like mixes or anything? No, nah, I used to quite regularly. Not so much anymore. And, like... Hmm. I don't want to say like I've been busy because that just sounds like super corny, but like I've just had I've been yeah busy. I've had I've had my head so far in in the laptop for ages like doing um, video editing and stuff and hmm. I just haven't really gotten around to it. But um, I used to do like SoundCloud and MixCloud and stuff. Yeah, pretty. There's actually still heaps. There's like ten or so mixes of mine on MixCloud still that are yeah. from like five six years ago. Yeah, no. Yeah, and they're still all there. And so, but they're um, very different to what I play now. <laughs> very <yeah>. different. <laughs> it's like going in the time capsule if you have a look. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, your videotography, are you, is that a passion of yours? Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. It's like a newfound passion for me. Like I, like I said before, like I really enjoy making content. And like I don't think I realized that until just recently. But I've, I've always sort of done it. Like I've always done it for myself. I've always... Uh, created content for myself because that's like it's you need to do that to mm. stay relevant as a DJ and as an artist you got to create content you got to stay relevant you got to be on social media and you have to be in everybody's face about it um, so I've sort of always created content for myself and like just recently I've realized that you know there's a market there to make money off of that mm. so like um, and it's a strong market too yeah for sure yeah. like if you can do it properly and do it well yeah and like one thing that I think is like my um point of difference would be like my 360 camera like it's i like to be honest they, you know, they're awesome hey they're I've, sick. Ne- I've never had a i've never i think i've seen one it's like it's is the stick with it's a, it. yeah it's on a stick it's like a stick and it's got um yeah it's just got like that little square like, yeah yeah it's literally just a camera on a stick it's like a point and shoot because you don't have to like focus it or work out the aperture or anything like it's literally nothing special it's just fucking point and shoot which is great yeah but the thing is like the like without blowing smoke up my own ass but mm. like um the like yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i've seen a few guys like around the gold coast and around brizzy that have 360 cameras and you go and use them and stuff but like there's there's i've sort of worked out a way to edit it properly and and make it look good within other sets of filming mm. if you i don't know how to explain no it i know properly, i know what you're like, saying you've like took a niche within the actual like video mm. space like so yeah. some people are good at like certain types of like what ways of videoing technically. yeah exactly so yeah. like no because I, I i not many people are 100 i have not seen that many 360 videos like mm. people are not actually like taking that up as a cool edit yeah so, did you do the edit for I think it was noisy and it was like the 360 in rattles was yep. that that was you yeah it was me that's fu- that was awesome that's yeah. a sick like a real cool video yeah yeah there's, um you should have a look at my insta there's a video i did for um i supported conductor at la la land 
Mm. Uh, I don't remember when that was. It was a while ago. But that is, to date, my best video I've ever done. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so... The transitions in it are just so good. And there's this one transition that I do where, like, I'm meeting conductor on stage and we, like, dap each other up. But it's, like, on beat. And then it zooms out to, like... You know how when you look at the 360 and you can zoom it out and it gives it that globe look? It looks at, like, makes like, everything yeah. look round and stuff. It does that. It's just fucking insane. It looks so good. Yeah. But, like, yeah, being able to, like, what you were saying before, like, being able to use that footage from the 360 and put it together with drone shots and put it together with just DSLR shots and stuff, like, yeah. raw edits and stuff, making it all work together is um, something that I feel like nobody's really doing at the moment. Like, nobody yeah. on the Gold Coast anyway. Like, no. It, it's, it feels like um, that is my point of difference at the moment is being able to use the 360 properly in a way that I can get it to trance, like, I can get it to... Um, work together with all the other bits of footage yep and make it good like i feel as though like when i make a video i try and make you feel something yeah so that's like what i try and do with all that yeah at the end of the day like yeah you're watching something and then it's all yeah it's portraying a feeling of like mm. what you're watching in a way i guess yeah um you said drone do you have a drone mm. do you have a had phantom had 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 oh no what'd you do crashed it at um Beat pie. Shout out to Brayden Zaccato. What, what maneuver were you trying to... <laughs> Man, I was trying to do back now. Um, I was just being an idiot. Like I, I thought that it would be cool to fly a drone inside and it turns out it wasn't cool to fly. It is cool if you can do oh, it. It was really cool. It was really cool for like five seconds. The worst part was I'm the worst... And this is me being a fuckwit. Five seconds. I'm, yeah, it was literally like, if you look at this, I think it's literally like a 30 second clip before it hits the wall. <laughs> and like, I'm filming it and like trying to get it to work and, and, and sit where I want it to. And someone's come up and said, hello. And I've gone, I've gone, yeah. Hey, nice to see you. And as I've turned back, it was on the ground. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so between me going, like turning my shoulder and going, hi, how you going? And then looking back at the phone to see where the drone was, it, did was, you, it was done. Did you say, did you, did you say back, not nice to see you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, dude, there's a video of me like running out into the crowd, like trying to find it, trying to like scrounge around on the floor, like, where's my drone? And someone goes like this. Someone's like handing me like a dead bird. They're like got both hands open, like in, with their palms like this. And they're like, I'm so sorry. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. So oh, yeah, is gone. that drone is gone. Yeah, but I got insurance. I got to figure out how to claim it. Yeah, hopefully I'd, it'll be fine. I feel like someone asked how I was going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's me right now. Bit of a broken wing. <laughs> Let's just hope they don't listen to the podcast and you'll be sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so do you have do you have any mentors and stuff that have mm. like helped you to get where do you where you are right now and stuff before you you know. You are um, Bill Dari? To be honest, not really. Like no. I, this is the thing that I've explained to all my boys, like Noisy, Squiddy, Morgan, uh, Eve, and like everybody that I've sort of become a mentor for. I've been through it all. Like I, like I've been stolen from. I've you know had money stolen from me from gigs and just like not been paid and like I've I've made all the mistakes myself and i've developed myself and like i've taught myself since i was 14 like how to dj and then how to get gigs and how to promote yourself properly and um and then along the way through all those steps it's you know you fuck up sometimes and you don't sign contracts and you don't take deposits and you get gigs through people that you shouldn't have trusted and it's um i've made all the mistakes now so i 
and can, now trying to be that mentor for, for other, other people. people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you. But that's that's like almost the most important thing is like you you almost need to fail and make mistakes because then you really learn from them. Yeah. Because you won't make you know you know. But like, yeah. Uh, I've made the same mistake a few times. I've been yeah. stolen from a couple of times. Yeah, I think I think some things are like unavoidable like yeah that. i mean it's, that's, it's like the yeah. major thing that i struggle with is putting too much trust into people that i shouldn't yeah and that's like that's where i fall short is like just yeah, yeah. trusting trusting people that you think you can yeah and then because yeah, we're nice people that's yeah. why i have the same yeah same struggle sometimes too yeah so but like that's that's it man like <clears throat> unfortunately when i was going through it i didn't really have much of a mentor like to be honest with um like the marketing side of things tim who used to be one of the old owners of rattles he used to mentor me a lot on like the um like he taught me how to run facebook ads and he taught me how to like um properly like maintain websites and stuff like that like he helped me a lot with like the marketing sort of side of things um but as like far as djing and promotion and um branding and and music and all that like no nah, i never really had anybody that i could turn turn to and ask questions and stuff and yeah. nobody to really guide me um which is why i sort of feel like it's taken me so long to f- like truly find out like where i want to be yeah so yeah but I'm, I'm here now but yeah um, exactly i mean yeah and now i just want to be that guy for everybody else like i've said to noisy and squiddy so a good. lot like, of times people that, need people like you to like you know yeah put, i've put, said put to noisy and squiddy and stuff you know yeah i've said to noisy and squiddy a few times like um, I can get to I can get you to where I'm at and I can do it in half the time because if you just listen to what I say and don't do what I did and just listen to what I say like it's I'll take I'll take my 12 years of DJing and make it four for you you yeah. know what I mean like it's it's, it's Min- a way minus all the road bumps pretty much yeah I can take away all those mistakes that I made and like tell you how to avoid all this shit um so yeah, I just I try to be that mentor because it's like I, I it sucked so much for me that I don't want to see those boys go through it. Yeah, no, that's well, that's good. Like you know, that's fucking awesome. You know, look out for the boys; they'll look out for you and stuff. Same, you know. It's just like to be honest, man. It's like not even really about that. It's just like pushing people that deserve to be pushed. To mm. be honest, like it's okay. it's it's unfortunate right now that the 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 DJ market or whatever is so oversaturated especially on the gold coast with people that think they can do it or think that they want to do it and then it ends up just being like a money grab or it ends up being like an attention grab or it's you know what i mean like if they don't do it for the music they do it because they either want to make money or they want to be seen by girls or they want to be seen in general and it's like that's not why you get into djing that's not why you should be getting into djing so i take pride in pushing people that deserve to be pushed yeah so it's like i will take time out of my day if i feel as though you deserve my time so it's like yeah it's it's uh, as much as it is like they are my friends and i do want to push my friends all day every day but um it's it's more about like if you're doing something that i believe in i'll push you yeah yeah even if i didn't know you yeah no that's fair enough you know yeah for sure um so what else have i got to say to you? have you got any questions you want to ask me Mm, I didn't come prepared. I don't. I don't think so. It's all good. Um, I did want to ask you about. Oh, God! I'm having a mind blank. That's why you don't go out the night. (laughs) Yeah, we're both a bit stung. That's all right. (laughs) 
Um, so is there any? So you got Sunday, um, Sunday sweatshops again. Anyway, mm, yeah, it's pretty cool round. that they've done two nights. That's yeah. how crazy the ticket sales went. Anyway, yeah, mate. I'm so thankful to to have a second go at it as well. Like it's mm. it's um yeah really special to be on two in one weekend. Um, so yeah, they they apparently the tickets sold out in like an hour or something for Friday. Yep. And then they had such high demand that they had to put on a second show. And I thought they would have gotten another lineup because like realistically, how hard would it be for a sweatshop to get another lineup? Like everybody would be begging to jump on that lineup. So, it yeah. wouldn't be hard for them to make another lineup. But they put it in the group chat and they were like, hey, we're going to run a Sunday show. Like who would be keen? Yeah. And Burnsy and Graveyards were straight away like, yes. And I was like, well, if Burnsy and Gravy are saying yes, like I'm definitely down. So, yeah. it just yep. turned out to be like just, yeah, good timing. Yeah, that's that's yeah, any yeah exactly. Even all the artists to agree to just do it twice is pretty mm. fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. If the headliner agrees to do it, like you, you've got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah. you got to like follow through. Um, what's a oh, what was I going to say? Man, I'm just having the worst mind blanks. I'm not going to lie. Man. Um, I forgot what I was going to say again. I don't know. <laughs> got to write this shit down, man. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was prepared, but... And then you went out last night. Yeah. And, and then, then you I called me out. at 2 a.m. Um, so, do... Do you have any funny stories or anything of, like, going to a festival and stuff and, you know, um, running running into running into trouble, getting in, jumping, you know, uh, you know, those typical stories. I broke my foot at FOMO once. Are you kidding? Yeah, nah. Jumping? It's, no, 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 no. So, I was... um. I was, you know, um, River Stage, you know, it's like a, what do you call it? Amphitheater kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. How it's, and it's all yeah. grass and it hits the concrete. So I'm running down the grass hill going to see, I think it was Stooky Sound that was on. And I was like, I really <laughs> want to see Stooky Sound. And um, I'm running down the hill and I've sort of like gone from running into like a sidestep thing. And my foot kind of went like that. And I heard a pop and I was like, probably not good and it hurt and i fell over <laughs> and i tried to get back up and i couldn't walk on it and i was like oh that's definitely not good <laughs> and my worst mistake was taking my shoe off straight away because yeah. as soon as i took my shoe off my foot fucking blew up like and turned purple <laughs> and then uh mind you i'd already had a little bit of you know something something before i went in and then a few drinks and stuff so it wasn't as bad yeah yeah, and everybody was like, I, one of my friends is a nurse and she was like, you should go to the med tent. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's not good when someone's a nurse yeah. and they say you should go to the med tent. Yeah, med she's tent. like, you should probably go to the med tent. And I was like, ah, oh, look, all right, whatever. Went to the med tent and he was like, straight up, he's like, sit down. And he looked at it and went, oh. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no. What does that mean? And he's like, he's like uh, all right, well, you got two choices. And I was like, okay give it to me and he's like i can give you some painkillers and i suggest you go to the hospital right now <laughs> or <laughs> you like because he's ba he basically he's like if i give you painkillers you have to leave like that was like the festival that was the deal thing. yeah he was like if i give you drugs you can't stay and i was like all right and he goes look but i'll tell you what have you had anything today and i was like no no i don't i don't do that and he's like mate i'm not a cop and i was like look yeah like i had a little something something and he goes look if you go and have some more of that you'd probably be fine. Like, and I was like, <laughs> serious? Is that what yeah, he said? literally the medic said that he's like, if you go and have a little bit more of that and probably just sit it out, like don't dance too hard on it and then go to the hospital later. Like you'd be fine. So I did that, but me being an idiot, 
after I had more, I'm feeling way better. Way better. So and I'm walk. dancing on it and I'm walking. Dude, I, at one point, I was up the front on the bar with someone on my shoulders <laughs> with a broken foot, one shoe on. Oh, and no. I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's fine. And then after the festival, so like 2 a.m., we ended up going to the hospital. Yeah. And the chick x-rayed it and she came back. So, like, they go away to x-ray the thing and they come back and she goes, when did you do this? And I was like, I don't know, like two in the afternoon. And she's like, why didn't you come then? And I was like, because I wanted to see Kate Trinata. Like, and she was like, bro, your foot's like fully broken. And I was like, ah, whoops. So she gave me a moon boot and sent me home. That's crazy. Yeah. What the hell? So that was pretty funny. Go have some goody goody in yeah go have some more and you'll be fine yeah the medic said so bro the medic yeah, <laughs> yeah. i just took the, the medical advice that was given to me he approved he did he <laughs> did i wanted that green whistle but uh, yeah i didn't want to get sent out <laughs> yeah should have just taken it anyway the green whistle oh god i was at the skate park and um i used to skate a bit um and i had a bad i had a bad stack and um yeah anyway i had to had to get the ambo called and everything because i had just fully fractured my i thought i had broke my ankle but i had fractured it oh anyway ambo came and then gave me the green whistle and Ooh. yeah man i've wanted one ever since yeah, <laughs> yeah. give me that sweet sweet green whistle. <laughs> yeah. give me that goodness <laughs> um i'm happy with that man like that was have you got anything else you want to nah, yeah, say no. and stuff? Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate being here. I really appreciate you for coming in and stuff. Nah, like, oh, good. I'm glad like we got to talk Like it was an honor to talk shit. to you and stuff and have you here today. Sorry, I was not, um, you know, I, I was prepared in a way, but we've had a few technical difficulties, yeah, if you all, must. But um, good. yeah, no, I really appreciate you for coming in. That's episode five with Bill Durry. If you want to find him they can find you on your socials yep. um, yeah shout Bill it out Dari on everything on Bill everything Dari, Facebook Instagram there you go and then um, sh- uh, check in for Flight 808 which will be going yeah July 8th it goes all day so tune in yep so this should be posted before that goes ahead too so oh sick awesome yeah and yeah we're gonna put a, mi- a live uh, mix of Bill Durry playing right after this audio so sick we'll see you in the next episode guys have a good one
with the nozzle of the big four. Trying to get surrounded by demons, I bet you ready money, somebody like a sky. We circle the entity, been a mixed up in a project. Rise up from under the dirt like Satan, I run up on a pagan horror show style.
the name. Big fame. You like catching big things. Do shit, money, clip, won't flip the six range. And see them on the ass rider the more than once. Ass so bad that you can sing it from the front. She brought me like paparazzi. Shout me a glance in that cat woman's hands with the fat boots. Man, hot damn. What's your name, love? You came wrong. Heck of his lace up. Very little makeup. The swim with the beef by gym. Told your brain up and shit on his bike. The only thing that you made up. I tried to play a low key, but couldn't keep it down. After the dance, she was like, yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica. She said, man, Chris straight up. Take him out of the way.
Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creeping with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you forget the woman, I said, do your villa. Just as I know we can start a little clean on your villa. You better watch your mouth before she turn into a killer. There's a new situation that you call a villa. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. Did she say a night convince her, say a day? Never admit to her word, but she said, I need to be a you tell her baby, no way. But she got me on the counter. Saw me banging on the sofa I even had her in the shower She even got me on camera She saw the marks on my shoulder Heard the words that I told her Heard the screens getting louder She stayed until it was over Honey came in and she got me red-handed The I got you blind high. The F, the L, the Y, the B, the I. 
Get the fuck up. 